Episode 171 of the iHeart Miko podcast. I am Miko Grimes. Welcome. Thank you so much for joining me today. Uh, it's Wednesday. I'm recording on Wednesday, which is normally my air date, but some things happen. So hopefully I'll get the audio out to you guys today. Video on YouTube tomorrow for sure. Uh, shout out to my YouTube people, man. I see y'all comment and I see everything. I don't always get a chance to get in there and talk to y'all, but I appreciate you. Keep coming. I, I promise you on the weekends, I'm reply to some of these comments, but I appreciate all of you guys. And because of that, I'm going to have two episodes this week. So today is not the only episode you're going to get. You're going to get another one tomorrow. I won't tell you it is, but there will be two episodes this week. But today we have Antoine Tanner joining us via satellite. What up, Antoine? What's good, Big Miko? How are you? Man, I'm chilling, man. I can't complain. I'm still here. I, I see these shoulders and this this wife beater. What's going on? You trying to you trying to give us a little something today? I'm trying to get back in there, man. You know, I ain't, I ain't worked out in like a week. It's been rough because I oh, sprained what? my wrist in my sleep. I'm getting old. You sprained your wrist in your sleep? Yeah, I, I woke up and I was like, I'm about to go to the gym. I'm finna go shoot. And then I tried to shoot and it was all bad. I was like, ah, right. my whole arm was swollen. I said, I'm old. Dog, we I was are, mad because I didn't know what happened. We washed. <laughs> These are washed yeah. moments of our life when we wake up and strain our, our wrist in our sleep. We're washed. Yeah, it was all bad. But we were it lit. We bad. were once lit. We're going to tell everybody how lit we were. I want everybody to know our history and how long we've known each other. Do you remember when you first met me? I met you in, I believe it was 1993. Oh, my God. In the, in the summer at East L.A. College. What? You had came up there to, with uh, sick with it and them. They for a spring league game or something. Yes. And I, I was like, dang, she could play. <laughs> so you, you had games. <laughs> Tell the people. A lot of people, because you know what's so sad is, I don't really have any footage of me really busting niggas' asses because that was before the digital era. People just think I'm making it up that I could really hoop. And I'm like, nah. I nah, when I, I knew you could play, we used to go up to APU. Remember, we used to go up to Azul APU specific. for... Uh, uh, yep, the for open, run. open run. And I was yep, with all men. All men yeah, you all was the with time. All dudes. And I said, damn, that girl got game. And I think I picked you up one time. I was like, you want to run? He was like, yeah, I think we won about four straight. That I was 18 <laughs> years old. Yep. Ooh, we, I'm we the same age. <laughs> yeah, we, we, we it was 93. Damn, we are washed. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. So uh, we, we lived in the gym back then. Yes. Now I'm like two, three days a week, maybe. Yeah. I play in my little leagues. I'm more of a tennis you know. player now, too, but I play in, I actually got a game tonight. I play in a league out here at East LA College every Wednesday. Oh, damn. I play tonight in Corona at 7.30 and 7.30 and 9.30 tonight at uh, Player's Edge. See? They got a pretty good league up there. Still going. We still going. It's just yeah, the love you, of the man. game. Like, you can't, you can't give it up. It's got to give you up. Yeah, that's it. I got, unless I'm injured and sitting down, that's the only way I'm not playing. Right. So a lot of my listeners probably know your face because you have a famous face, but I wanted to give them a little bit of history about you. Um, I, you you tell them. I, I know you played in about 50 movies and TV shows, but what you're most famous to me for is obviously Moesha, 
uh, the Parkers, Sunset Park, Coach Carter. What are some? Oh, oh and also One Tree That's Hill. Hard. That's the white show. Yeah, yeah. That, you <laughs> named all the black stuff first. <laughs> <laughs> all the black shows. You know, my, my new shows, I did Get Shorty. I did Black Jesus. Uh, I just did an episode of Lucifer. I just did another Lifetime movie, Lifetime Christmas movie called A Christmas Wish. Man, I, I work a lot. Most of the stuff I don't get to see, I did at NCIS LA. Um, mm-hmm. What else did I do? Everything. I did it. Yeah, I did a whole <laughs> lot. But yeah, One Tree Hill was pretty big. You know, that's my crossover that's, audience right there. Yeah, that's Nine your that's that that's your pop song. That's your pop uh, European song. Like for most rappers or singers, when they do that Euro song. Yeah. That's One hey, Tree Hill is your shit. Yeah, I ain't mad because it, it keep going. They right. keep inviting us. They love it. The show been off the air since 2012 and. We got more fans now than we did when the show was on. So it's like crazy. That's what I am. I'm going to ride the wave. Ride the wave. So I know you. I mean, I obviously know you were an actor. We used, Do you remember we used to do celebrity games together back in the day? Little wow. charity game. Well, that was crazy. Yeah, The, the road trips was uh, a little bit different. <laughs> Those road trips are never to be spoken of again, first of all. Never again. Never, <laughs> never again when we speak of those. But we had the most fun. It was yeah, so much fun. Like people really don't know like the inside story to all them celebrity and charity games, like just how much fun we have off the court. Like we be turning up. Up, uh, yeah, all the strip clubs and late man. I, I, okay, I can't. Yeah, let's not let's, <laughs> let's not go there. But we've known each other for a long time. And one of the things that I, I was talking to um my husband and a couple of friends about this. And I was saying how I hate watching movies, uh, basketball movies, when the guy or the girl clearly can't hoop. Like you can oh, tell they're more the of an actor than a basketball player. You are one of the very few people that when I watch you acting, doing basketball movies, it's legit. Like you, they, you were named, you, do people still call you Drano? Still do. They gave me their name in the Drew. Yeah. In the Drews, Drano yeah. is just a, your name now. And and you were one of the people that I appreciate. I was like, okay, he need to get all the movies, all the basketball movies, because some of these other dudes are trash. You can tell they can't hoop. And it's it kind of throws the movie off a little bit. Yeah, they can't play dead in a funeral home. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> are you no. going to be doing any more hoop movies or anything? I mean, right now, it's just whatever comes. You know, we getting older, so... Whenever they do, but I really only did two. That's what's crazy. I did Sunset Park and then and Coach I did Carter. Coach Carter. Killed but both they of so, those. Yeah, they were so big, everybody just think, oh, all he did was basketball movies. No. It's like, nah, I, I've been a gangster. I've been a You've been a <laughs> lot of stuff, dog. Oh uh, yeah. I've You've been, been a, a lot of life. stuff. So you're originally from Chicago. Yes, yes. How, how long South Side, what is it called? South Side what? The Wild Wild Hunters. The Wild That's Wild Hunters. What's Chicago like, man? Because all I know is murder, crime, guns, you know. What was it like being I mean, in Chicago, being there? How long did you stay? I came to California when I was 16. Okay. So, so you were there most bad. of your young adult and teen life. All of my life, shoot. I was in and out of jail as a youngster <laughs> out there with, the, you know, with all the street stuff. And then I came out here and just focused on who. And, you know, I started acting after that. So it was kind of like. Damn, but you know how I really got discovered was at the Drew, and mm-hmm. um, when I was younger, because I was playing for Pops and Rock, you know, mm-hmm. back then, and 
the coach, me and Rock was like going at it, but we was talking back and forth. And the coach on the sideline, Dave Benezra, he thought I was being disrespectful, mm. not knowing the, me and that's Rock's just relationship. How like, yeah. that's, just how, that's how we get down. That's like my big brother, but he didn't know. But somebody from the outside looking in could easily be like, you know, he's really disrespectful, blah, blah, blah. So after he was just talking, he was like, yeah, t- I bet you won't be saying that tomorrow when I put a uh, Vejas on you. And I'm like, Vejas? And Miko, you know how we got on. Like, he can't guard me. Can't guard me. He cannot stop me. He was like, he the best. He going to Chaminade next year. I said, I don't give a damn where he going. He can't fuck with me. He can't block my shot. I tell you that. Mm. So the next day we played and I hit him for 10 trays. <laughs> and then after the game, I was like, you know, I was like, good game, coach. You know, I was respectful. Good game, coach. He was like, man, I didn't know you, you know. They Damn. know hey, that release is really quick, like quick okay. as shit. He said, "Yeah, he told me he said you should audition for this movie that I'm I'm having trials. I'm being the um I think he was the uh, basketball coordinator on the movie, and uh-huh. he said uh that I should, that I should come down there, and you know they'll pay me a hundred dollars a day if I could make you know I'll be be playing basketball, but I'll be playing against the actors in the movie, like mm-hmm. on one of the other teams. And I was like, cool, hundred a day. I'm with I'm it, broke. Yeah, right. run that." I need that bread. And so I went to the audition. I got into it with Anthony Hall with Chicago. You know Chicago. Oh, God. <laughs> so I get into it with him at the at the workout because he was like, man, calm down. It's just a movie. And he was mad. He was like, buzzing his ass. Yeah, because yeah, I'm like, I'm I'm hooping, nigga. I don't care what you're talking about. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So they they saw the interaction. And Chicago is like my brother now. You know what I'm right. saying? But that was my first interaction. But they mm-hmm. saw that. And then they was like, he needs to come in and read for the part. And I was like, well, I don't know how to act. You know what I'm saying? And it was like, well, uh, we'll, we'll just have you come tomorrow and, you know, you could just read the lines with Real Pearlman. And I was like, oh, OK, whatever. So this little chick that I was messing with, I was trying to mess with back in the day, she claimed that she was an actress and she used to do plays. So I told her, well, hey, why don't you come over and help me study some lines? Mm-hmm. So she came over to help me study my lines. And I went the next day. But got all the um the stuff that I was supposed to do because I didn't know you could use the paper in audition, and I just <laughs> you winged I it. I just yeah, I just winged it. Just said, just did everything in my own words. I called eight buses back home that night. And my daddy, when I got home, he was like, "Some white lady been calling all day, talking about call her no matter what time you get in." I was like, "Okay," so I called her back, and she was like, "Congratulations, you booked the movie." And my mm-hmm. name in the movie was uh, Shooter. That was the original character's mm-hmm. name, but. When I, you know, when I got to set and I met everybody, you know, they was like, yeah, what they call you? I was like, they call me Drano. He was like, oh, okay, cool. Because that's what everybody called me. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and you know, George from the Drew gave me that name. Yeah. So George like, gave oh, everybody their nicknames. Everybody their nicknames. So I was just like, okay, that's what they call me Drano. And then maybe like three days later in the script, the character's name was Drano. It wasn't Shooter no more. Lit. So, yeah. So that, so that, that was it. That's how I got discovered. I got discovered hooping. So now when I wow. play... Every time I see the kids, you know, I, I get on the court and they be like, oh, that's the dude from the movie, man. He can't hoop. And they just go at me like, he's sorry. And I'll be like, this is how I started acting. Busting <laughs> their ass. Yeah, that's exactly how it happened. I had to bust somebody yeah. up and then they was like, oh, damn, you really can't hoop. Yeah, they was like, he really could hoop. So it was like, okay, you know, but yeah, that, that was the day that I'm sitting up here with my old Drew League shorts on right now. The ones from actually, mm. these is probably 1994. Look what I'm in. Oh, you got the oh, you got the giraffe onesie on. <laughs> hey, it was oh, a long day. Coming out this week, ain't it? Yes, actually Thursday <laughs> night. I think I'm taking my son uh, to go see it Thursday night because I got to leave town Friday. You know, I'm I'm uh, 
going to be doing some reporting from the big three. They haven't hired me yet, but I'm doing my own independent reporting in hopes that they will see how serious a bitch is and go ahead and give me that job. Yeah, but you need to get that. Where, need, where are they at this weekend? They're in um, Kansas City and Oklahoma this weekend. Oh, damn. I'll leave tomorrow games. for Indianapolis for Black Expo. Lit. Jealous. Yeah, I'm going out there. I got to do Bankers Fieldhouse so I wanted this to, weekend. You lucky, though. You got you got you doing your thing. You doing everything you want to do. I had to I had to pause my career and be a mother and a wife for a while. Now I'm back on my bullshit. I'm back. I ain't I ain't mad. So, uh, you, you raising them right. You right. Good? So I wanted to talk to you about obviously the uh, the pre the preseason, not the, the postseason, the free agency. I want to talk to you about a lot of that stuff because I you know you have a basketball opinion, you have an IQ. I fuck with you, but I want to talk about some non sports stuff too, real quick. So uh, we all know about R. Kelly. And what's happening uh-huh. with him, right? And now there's Jeff Jeff Epstein, I believe is how you pronounce his name. He uh-huh. um he has very similar past to R. Kelly. A lot of his bullshit started around the same time, early two thousands. Um, Epstein, what he's accused of, because he's back in jail now. He did about thirteen months in two thousand eight. You know about the story? I'm sure you yeah, probably I, do. I, yeah, yeah, I heard, I heard about it. Let me let me inform my listeners, okay? So first of all, he's still in jail now, and on Thursday tomorrow, the judge is going to decide if he's going to get out on bail. R. Kelly has been denied bail, okay? When he's broke, but Epstein is worth five hundred million dollars. He makes ten million a year, and they're going to decide tomorrow if he's a flight risk if he would leave the country. So let me go back a little bit. Epstein had hidden cameras in his Palm Beach home and he paid underage girls to perform sex acts on him and his friends and would use the footage to blackmail his wealthy friends if they didn't do, I guess, whatever he wanted to do. Um, He received underage massages three times a day. Massages. Um, 36 girls accused him of molestation since 2006. Then the U.S. attorney... For the Southern District of Florida at the time was a man named Alexander Acosta. He shut down the 53-page federal grand jury indictment if Epstein agreed to plead guilty to prostitution of one girl of the age of 17 and serve 13 months in custody with work release, paid restitution for 36 victims, and register as a sex offender. He was also granted his immunity from all federal criminal charges and sealed the documents. When when asked when Acosta was asked why he did this, he said, I was told Epstein belonged to intelligence and the case was above my pay grade and I needed to leave it alone. He, wow, that's crazy. He also didn't go to state prison like most uh, uh, sex offenders do. They allowed him to serve his time in a private wing at the Palm Beach County Jail. He hired his own security detail and was allowed to leave prison for 12 hours a day, six days a week. That is incredible. <laughs> that much. These women are yes. These women are finally coming forward now, and now he's arrested again. Do you think he will face any charges, knowing all the stuff that has already happened in the past? No. (laughs) Why? And I agree with you. I believe they're going to give him bail, and I think he has too much stuff on people. You know, he has too much evidence. Because when you got that type of money, you're in a different type of circle. So. You're right. You know what I'm saying? He don't he gonna he gonna pull favors from those circles because mm-hmm. he got 
It's yeah, probably the juice. other rich, powerful people out there that's doing the, that was doing the same thing that he was because mm. you know they usually flock. They usually flock in the same circle. Right. You well, know what I'm saying? well, I'm being told that he. Uh, this is federal. This is federal time now. This is this is a whole nother situation. But I still believe he just knows too many people in the higher places. L- listen, listen to a list of his friends that have come over his house and hung out with him and party with him. Prince Andrew. Do you know who that is? Mm-hmm. Tom Barrick, Bill Clinton. Yep. George Stephanopoulos, Donald Trump, Katie Couric, Woody Allen, <laughs> Tony Blair, wow. yeah, Kevin Spacey. So there must oh, have been some oh. little boys there if Kevin Spacey was there. <laughs> and, and Chris Trump was there too. And Chris you know, Tucker. Said, grab, him, grab him by the pussy. That's what he said. Yeah. Grab her by the pussy. Now so. all these people are trying to remove themselves from his friendship and saying all these things about how, oh, I'm not his friend anymore. Donald Trump. Um, they, yeah, there's tapes of Donald Trump. He had him at Mar-a-Lago way back in the day pointing out girls like which one was the finest one and all this stuff. And now Trump's like, oh, I didn't like him. He's a very, very bad man. But it's on video saying that that was his buddy and they were really, really cool. And he think he's like, yeah, he likes the ladies just like I like the ladies. And now everybody's backing up because it looks like he might actually get in trouble. But does he take down other people with him or is he just going to take this on his own? I, I think that if he did get any time, I would be surprised. But I think the sentence would be so lenient because he would just pay his way. You just how he I mean if they first of all if they let him go to prison and stay in that wing by himself and get his own It was out half detail, the day. <laughs> yeah, and, and you out 12 hours, you just go there to sleep, man, knock it off. Like you know and they deny R Kelly bill. But I don't know, my take on that is it's a little weird because R Kelly should have went to jail for the 14-year-old. Mm-hmm. But no witness, no Now case. she's now girl. she's corroborating. Now she's ready to testify against him. Is she? Okay, yeah. See, see, that's a whole different ball. They game. get they get him out of here. <laughs> now, the other ones that I seen on the tape, most of the when I when I watched the little whole R. Kelly thing, and I knew you know, I know R. Kelly, so I know you I know R. Kelly. <laughs> so you know, but I look at it like this: he ain't doing nothing different than Hugh Hefner did, Elvis mm-hmm. Presley did. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? He ain't doing nothing different than he did because you can't tell me that. All them hoes that lived in that the damn Playboy Mansion was over 18 at one point. Now, they was the legal age of 17. He ain't doing nothing different than what they doing. I mean, the girls just posted videos like we could go and come as we please. Blase yeah, those are grown up girls. At, yeah. Yeah. But if you listen to the interviews or all the ones that was bitter, it was never bitter about him abusing them. It was like, oh, well, when I saw the tape. He was on there with other girls and I wasn't even on there. It was more jealous. Like yeah. that was she was a she was a bottom bitch in the in the stable of women that he has because he has a harem of women. So she was a bottom bitch and she lost her. She lost her spot. So mm-hmm. it, was, it just m- mainly sounded like it was jealousy. Now, my other take is this. I'm from Chicago. So when you got money, h- how many girls, you know, like when I was 15, I couldn't date no 15 year old. They weren't fucking with me. Mm-hmm. They was like, uh, you ain't got no car. You ain't got your own place. Right. You ain't got no job. Okay. They one well, of the older guys. Yeah. Yeah. He 23, 24, you 15. So it was okay then. You know what I'm saying? But plenty of girls I watched in high school get picked up for lunch and get took to lunch. <laughs> and my little happy ass was sitting there with my lunch ticket. You know what I'm saying? Way to eat the pizza and the fries. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So it was just like. But now all of a sudden, these like the girls are jumping on the bandwagon like, oh, that's crazy. He's 23. But I'm like, yo, baby, daddy, 30. 
and you was 15. <laughs> but you, well, you know, you're not saying nothing about that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I just think, like I said, he's not doing nothing different than the Nave done. It's just that because of who he is and his skin color, they coming down a little bit different on him than mm-hmm. the way they would do. the. And the that's exactly what I think. Like, that doesn't mean that they're not guilty. They're, R-, yeah. R. Kelly is guilty, 100%. Yeah. The problem yeah, is why are sure. we constantly, uh, there's only a couple of people that have actually gone to jail. Bill Cosby, one of them. R. Kelly would probably be next. And I'm trying to figure out why these other people aren't being imprisoned, you know, how they're getting w- away with it. Weinstein, Kevin Spacey, you know. And so that's what kind of bothers me a little bit. It's like, okay, yes, everyone's guilty, but not everyone's going to jail. And that's the problem. That's the problem. Yeah, that's why I'm like, okay, but like I said, with the R. Kelly thing, he's guilty to an extent because with, with the underage, for sure. Mm-hmm. But with the grownups, they making their own mind. They choosing to be there. Yeah, whether you know what well, yeah, a lot of people are saying they're brainwashed and all this stuff, and it's like, you know what? It's tough to to defend somebody who's of age. Once you're of age, you're yeah. supposedly legally able to make your own decisions and. It is what it is, but he has his his uh his employees have turned over twenty videos of him having sex with underage girls. Twenty videos. Oh yeah, see now, now that's a whole different case. But I mean, the thing is, it ain't like the world didn't know that he was doing it before. He showed you he was doing it when he married Aaliyah at fifteen and he was thirty. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So it's like, but they forgave him because he kept putting out hits. So you put out another hit, it's like okay, we'll leave that alone. We'll sweep it under the rug. But if he kept doing it, then he felt. Like, you know what I'm saying? He was he could get yeah, he, yeah, he was invincible. So, but now, you know, his pro- his only problem is, I'm going to keep 100, his only problem is he liked the film shit. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. Don't do it, nigga. You know what I'm saying? Do it. Do it undercover. I don't, think he's you know sick. I don't think that's now his only problem. Help. I think he's sick. If you want to sleep with a 13-year-old and you're, he, what is he, 52 now? Yeah, that's That's, that's weird. That's 13-year-old Super. pussy is, it can't be good. Like, you you're clearly there for the like it's it's like I, I don't know I just feel like most men when they have sex they would probably want somebody that knew what they were doing but a sickness might be I like that she doesn't know what she's doing that it's young pussy you know that yeah, it's that immature be, yeah, childish that, that you can you know mold and mentally abuse you know sexually abuse that's a, that's a crime. Yeah, what well, 13 you know, year old pussy wasn't good at 13 because you ain't know what the fuck he was doing at 13 right. anyway. So. And neither does she. <laughs> like, Yes, yeah, so right, I, I think exactly. he's. I think he's sick. I think that he should go to jail. I think everyone should go to jail. All of them, not just him. And yeah. and and it's sad. I don't even believe Bill Cosby should be in jail for the crime that they have him in jail for because it's not for giving girls pills back in the day. It's for his girlfriend saying that he gave her something one night. She spent the night at his house and he touched on her and then. It was so crazy because it happened in April, I believe. And she said she woke up the next morning and, you know, figured out they had sex. This is his girlfriend. Keep in mind, who flew in from Canada to into Philly and spent the weekend with him. And then in August, she flew her parents to Philly to meet him. And then afterwards, she said he sexually assaulted her without her consent. He she he gave her a pill. He said, I gave her Benadryl. She was saying she was sick. She had allergic reaction, blah, blah, blah. That was his girlfriend. Like a couple years before that, that's what he's in jail for. That ass was bought and paid for already. Wasn't it? <laughs> so he's not actually in jail for the stuff back in the day when he was, you know, when he was known as Pill Cosby. That's crazy. It's crazy, but 
again, we don't get to make the laws. We don't get to make the rules. And as you can see, if you're above some people's pay grade, you can get away with rape and molestation and prostitution and sex rings and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, but my problem is this. Okay, Bill Cosby, he, you know, he, he was above the pay grade because he was making a million dollars right. an episode. And, you know what I'm saying? So he still had the money and, and the power and stuff like that, too. But he's in jail. Weinstein got the money. Weinstein got accused. He did that. But he got the money, too. But he's not in jail. Sad. You see what I'm saying? So it's just different. It's, it's just a difference when they going down that road. It's like, wow. Like, unbelievable. I, I don't think Bill Cosby should be in jail. And then it's like 30 years later. And my thing is, you know, I go, like, I play poker. So I go to some certain card games and it be drugs. People have drugs. They do what they do. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. They like to pop Molly. They like to do this. You know, I, I don't indulge. I've never indulged. I just was an athlete. Yeah, you was <laughs> always a good nothing. boy. I just did yeah, weed. So. I just did the weed. You know, I'm still doing the weed. I'm never stopping the weed ever. <laughs> yeah, I don't even do that. I, I, I smoke the oil now, like on the, on occasion. I like the oil. Oh, okay, you one yeah. of those. Yeah, it's just like every, you know, on the weekend, I may hit it twice, three times. So be like, <laughs> Maybe okay, three times. <laughs> <laughs> so NBA news. So I'm sure you've been watching. You you live in L.A. You see that, you know, the Lakers sign A.D., uh, Kawhi, and... Um, and what's the, the big-headed boy's name? Um, oh, DeMarcus Cousins? Oh, no, no. I'm not talking about Cousins. I'm talking about... Um, why oh, is Kawhi my, and Paul George. Paul George have linked up. So I want to ask you, first of all, this seems like the best offseason ever. All these moves are being made. Players are being moved. We've, and let me give you a little stat. Players with max deals getting traded like crazy now because players are running the league, right? So from 1947 to 2018, there were eight players with max deals that were traded in that entire time span, 1947 to 2018. They just 2019 alone, seven players have been traded that have max deals. Damn. Seven. Crazy, yeah, it's right? It's going to be fun to watch. It's going to be fun to watch. So I want to ask you your opinion of who you think is the best NBA duo. Now, duo meaning, okay, so let me, let me give you a list. LeBron and AD, KD and mm -hmm. Kyrie, Kawhi and Paul George, Russ and Harden, Giannis and Middleton, Steph and Clay, Dame and CJ, Luca and Kristaps, Ben and Embiid, Jokic and Murray. Who's the best duo? Or give me at least top three. What do you think? Uh, man, that's a good one. Because uh, I like, I honestly like the Kawhi Paul. I like that because they both play defense. So mm -hmm. they on both sides of the spectrum because they going to lock up. See, like LeBron, he's good. He's great. Mm -hmm. But when everybody give me that LeBron and Mike, you know, and I'm from Chicago. So, you know, I'm a Mike, I'm a Mike bias anyway. But I, I, I believe that Mike stats proved it, you know, because he played both ends of the court. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like Mike was not running from he like, oh, I'm got oh, we playing against Clyde Drexler. OK, I'm going to give you 30, shoot 50 percent from the field and I'm locking your best player up. You know yeah. what I'm saying? But well, when LeBron them is playing, he and he not guarding those same players. You know, he switch. Well, it's a different league yeah. now. And is anybody locking anybody up these days, really? Like, is anybody really able to lock somebody up? Kawhi is. I can see him. Ah. Uh, Quiet assassin. I see him locking people up just because he, moments, that's just what he do. Moments where you lock people up. But, like, for example, if somebody has 30, is that a lockup? 
Oh, hell no. That's See what I mean? If somebody's averaging 28 and you make them have 15 or 16, I can consider it a lockup. If they average 28 and they get 25, no. There's moments. Yeah, no, there's big up. moments yeah, in games where like final plays and possessions, that's where I consider a lockup. I don't, I don't think anyone can lock any player up. These days, especially with the way the rules are and just everybody's nice, you know, niggas is nice with that ball. And so yeah, it's yeah, tough yeah. to stay in front of them. But there's moments in the game like final possession, you know, like fourth quarters where you don't allow somebody to get eight or 10 points in the fourth quarter. You know, they might have gave you 15 in the first half and then like seven in the third, but you only give them three or four in the fourth. I consider that locking somebody up. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, that is a lock up. And you're right. But also you got to remember, like, some of these players, like, if Kawhi's guarding this dude, when Kawhi's out there, you know, they do all of the plus minus, like mm-hmm. what you do when you're on the court, when you're mm-hmm. on the bench and stuff like that. Kawhi might lock him up. He ain't scored. As soon as Kawhi sit down, he got six. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Respect. So now he put him back in. So, you know what I'm saying? So, so that's your best go, duo? That's what you're saying? You like You like the Clippers. Best duo. I mean, just far as players, mm-hmm. I honestly, th- I honestly think they're one of the best. But I consider, but LeBron and AD, I think that's gonna be, it's pick your poison because everybody's sleeping on the Lakers, I, because nobody's mentioning Kyle Kuzma. Like, how is it? A lot of people is not mentioning him. Like, he that dude's a stud. That's because the reason I think that people aren't mentioning Kuzma is because of his youth, because he's very young. He hasn't been in any pressure situations. He hasn't made the playoffs. You don't really know a player until they get in those pressure situations. 82 games is different than after April 20th. We all got to know that. It's a whole nother monster. It's seven games against the same team. They're going to start scheming against you after game one. They're going to try to guard you a different way. We don't really know exactly what he can do. I think he's a great player, but he hasn't proven to me that he's like a big three. People try some of my Laker friends saying he's part of the big their big three and I'm just like he hasn't done anything. He hasn't proven that. But I think I he has game. It, yeah. I can see it because I'm I'm gonna tell you I watched one of his games and they they gave him an interview and it was like um so did you expect to have like 25 points on your first game? He was looking like Yeah. Yeah. So he got the swag. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he got the swag. So I like him. His confidence. I'm like, oh no, dude could play. Like, he, I think he he steps up for whatever challenge is coming. And I think he gonna I think he gonna have a breakout year this year. I mean, he already breaking out because he has to. Does I mean, come on, you you got LeBron and you got AD. You got two basically t- unguardable guys who are gonna command a double team whenever they get the ball. You're gonna be wide open. If he yeah, doesn't flourish, then that's the problem. Yeah, you, you gonna eat. Yeah, he gonna eat. And, and they and, and the thing is, when they gotta live with a dude like that, that's scary. <laughs> you gotta live yeah. with a dude who gonna give you a dub every night. Every night. Cause he a walk. Yeah, he a walking twenty for sure. He a walking twenty. So that's why I, I could see them. That duo makes everybody else around them way better. Mm-hmm. Now, if if KD and if KD was 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 healthy in Brooklyn, but they gonna run through the East with that. When when he healthy because can't nobody stay in front of Kyrie. Well, he's not going to be nobody... healthy until March April, so I don't even think this year is even a good time yeah, to talk count about that him. out for him. Yeah, yeah, it's gonna, I, yeah I this is a wash year. Clay. Yeah, I can't consider Clay with the ACL because he's going to be out for mm-hmm. almost a year too. And this is so what I, I can't, you know, this is what I want to bring up to you. best backcourt. We've got, obviously got Clay and Steph. Um, we've got uh, Mitchell and um, Freak. 
Um, he got traded. I'm so I'm getting brainwashed right now. Wait, Mitchell from um Utah from what you call it Utah, Utah and um, no 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 he's playing for Utah. I'm saying the the point guard from um Memphis. Um, no no oh, no. Oh, you talking about Mike Conley? Conley, Conley, and then we've yeah. got Russ and uh, Harden, and then McCollum and Lillard. Best backcourt. I like McCollum and Lillard. Why? I Why? do. I do. Them them two dudes, they can score. <laughs> them boys yeah. can score. And it's tough. It's tough to guard them two dudes. Now, the the Harden and I don't it ain't enough basketballs on that on that squad for the everybody to say. It ain't enough balls. You know, they need two more balls and then I think everybody could get they their need shots. Two, each get one ball and then a third ball for the other three guys. But they don't play no defense. Like Dan Tony's a good coach. But you got to think, remember back in the day when he was coaching um, and he had Nash and all of them and they mm-hmm. had the Lakers down, three, the Lakers had them, or they had the Lakers down, what, 3-1? Mm-hmm. And they couldn't close them? Yeah. They couldn't close them with home court advantage because he's an offensive coach. He don't, well, you can't win, you can't win games just trying to just out. Some guys everybody. don't believe that. They believe if I run the score up, you just got to keep up with me. Like they believe, yeah, that's, that's Dan Tony believes, I'm just going to run the score up. And if you can score with us, then cool, because we're not going to play any defense. We're not going to use that energy on defense. We're going to use that to get up as many of these as we can. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, yeah. That, that's because that's they should have closed out last year. They should have closed out Golden State, period. When they was up all them points and then they got outscored in the third quarter by like 30 and they just, and they was like one for 39 from three. Like at some point, go to the cup. They just and they take terrible shots. And the young kids, it, it just pissed me off now because to some of the young kids, some of those shots go in and they be really, they, you see them in the gym really shooting that's those shots. That's all everybody like, does. You'd be like, that's a terrible shot. Like that's a low percentage shot. He's, they'd be like, yeah, but he be making it. You're not Listen, him. man. Yeah, he's making bad shots. Yeah. That's all it There's is. a such thing as he making just, bad shots. People don't know that. It's weird. Yeah, he, he making them at a higher level than you, but he's making bad shots. You you can't make that same shot. It's just <laughs> like, I'm like, wow. Like, so I don't see them winning nothing. Yeah, oh, that's going to be Chris tough. Paul, I'm, I'm, I'm sad for Chris Paul. Why are you sad for Chris Paul? Well, please explain he's one of my favorite. He's one of my favorite point guards. I and just think be he, the reason for what you like niggas that dribble the leather off the basketball. He do he do dribble the air out there, bitch. But he um, but he's so smart and and I think you know who he remind me of because my other favorite player is Jeff Hornacek and and, okay. and Stockton from back in the day. They run the hell out that pick and roll. And Chris Paul is the seem like he is the the next best dude to run that pick and roll since Stockton and Hornacek knew used to run that pick and roll. But he can't make it through eighty two games. His body is done. He's done. He he struggles to make it. His back, knees. All hamstrings, everything is being pulled on. He he's got this bad contract, three years, 121 million left. He's washed. Let's keep it real. And you know, with all the rumors circulating around, I'm, I'm now finding out a whole bunch of players do not like him. They don't like him. He was yeah. one of the people that was low key shitting on Steph Curry when Steph won the unanimous MVP and started getting all this fame and stuff for the NBA. He was salty because he want he wanted the, the spotlight to be on him, and he was like, he he's messing up the game of basketball, shooting all these stupid threes and all this stuff. And and then I'm I'm finding out that um he was the reason that Derek Fisher was fired as the MBPA president. He like low key had him fired so that he could take his job and then do the same things that Derek Fisher was doing as the president. 
president. <laughs> that's hate. That's hate. The hate is real. Yeah, these players are exposing him right now. And I'm just like, damn. And I'm hearing a New Orleans try to trade him, but they can't. Nobody wants the contract. So he's probably going to be a Pelican. I mean, he's probably, I mean, um, not a Pelican, uh, a Thunder. They tried to trade him and it's not working out. So he's going to play for the Thunder. And it's like sad. But I think this is reality. I think that the karma, some of the things that he did around the league, the dirty play, you know, everybody calls him the dirtiest player in the league. Um, and it's just, I feel like this is what happens when all these things that are going on around you and people are talking about yeah, you and saying how bad out. you are. Yeah, things start coming out. But I mean, he's still getting $121 million. So wherever he's at, because the money's guaranteed. Yeah, hate me. Give me one twenty one right now. Hate me. You ain't got to like me. You ain't got. To, I ain't got to have no visitors. <laughs> Be Speak, miserable speaking by of, Speaking of contracts, Ben Simmons just got five year, one hundred seventy million dollar contract, and I don't think he's ever shot a hundred jumpers outside the paint in his in his four years as an NBA player. Is that, that a good dude get a jumper? He gonna be. But why would we if believe he, get he jumper, would get a jumper if he won't even shoot it? He won't even yeah, shoot it. Cause he can't, he can't throw it in the ocean from the sand. Like, but he get to the cup though. He gonna get to the cup. Is he, he finish at a high? Is he worth one hundred and seventy million dollars? I would think so. Yeah, yeah. He's a franchise player for sure. Worth it. I would yeah, never. I would never get a point guard that couldn't, that wouldn't shoot the ball. Even Rondo is not a good shooter, but Rondo will shoot the ball. He'll shoot yeah, it. He got to. They guard Ben Simmons in the paint. He, there, his defender is like a help guy. Like he's just roaming around helping everybody, and that's to me why he gets so many dunks and open layups and stuff because nobody's there. They're all looking around to help. Because they're gonna switch. You got to think if he playing against like a Kimball Walker or something. You know what I'm saying? And he go he go off for like a one four set and he go straight to the block. What Kimball gonna do? He got to switch. Yeah. He got to switch. Yeah, I'm going to pay him $170 because he, he creates a big mismatch. And he passes well out of the double teams. He yeah. passes. And he, no, he, I can't he I can't it. hate on the passing. I can't hate on the passing. I, I do believe he's a really good passer. He has a great IQ. You know, like, there's a lot of good things about him. But for me, signing him to that type of contract, knowing he can't shoot. I mean, I guess you have to because somebody else would have signed him to that. Another team would have signed him to that. You know? Oh, yeah. I would have gave it to him. I think he deserved it for sure. I think he deserved it. Well, I'm a future Hall of Famer, maybe. Mm, I can see it. Nah, he get a jumper. See. I don't believe we can say if he gets a jumper. I, I, did you see him shooting this summer? They posted a video of him shooting. And every time he hit like four threes in a row, and every time he hit a three, they had like the little gif of somebody like going like, Oh, Whoa! yeah. I was like, dying that when I was seen hilarious. that. <laughs> I would be mad. I would be so angry. Like I would be in the gym all summer getting nothing but shots up, like constantly. I would make people come out and double team me and just force bad shots up even just so you can get the confidence of just releasing that ball from the three-point yeah. line or at least a, a long two or something. Yeah, he can't shoot. He can't shoot worth a damn, but he worth 170. Uh, we, we could work on the jumper. We, we could work, sure on work on the jumper. So yeah, we can work on so that. So final question before we get out of here. Who is your early prediction of going to the championship? One team from the East and one from the West. Go. Milwaukee, Lake Show. Oh, yeah. That's who I like. That's Milwaukee a good prediction. That's a great prediction. I can't even argue with that. Sometimes I want to say some things. I'm, I, I'm looking at the, the Pacers roster. I think they're going to be sneaky good. 
Um, I've left Boston out of every equation possible. They're gone now. The Sixers, you got to argue them. They almost made it last year. Uh, Brooklyn won't be ready. You know, I just don't see The Sixers ain't going. The Sixers ain't going because Embiid, he's so good. He is so good. But I'll be watching when Charles Barkley be like commentating their games and he'd be like, he don't play like a normal big man. Like you mm-hmm. punish them, like punish them. They can't guard you. But then like he'll go to the cup three or four times and one and one and one. Then the next two possessions, he want to shoot a three. Like, no, I'm going to keep going. You that's, can't guard me. I'm going to keep going until you stop me. Period. Because all big men want to be shooters. They want to they want to shoot the three ball. They want to show off. He got to work on that jumper way more. It's got to be better. Eventually, he's going to need that jump shot. Eventually, because you can't you can't you won't always be that athletic. You won't always be able to get to the hole like that. Everybody's game slows down in some way. And you're, you're, you know, just being washed. And that's kind of what happened. LeBron, he didn't come into the league with a jumper, you know, but he shoots the ball way better now. You know, so you won't always be able to jump over everybody. So as long as he's working on it, I think it's, you know, you got to shoot those balls, especially if they look how they guard him. They back up off of him real far because they know he's got that step and he's going to get over him. So it's almost like sometimes they're forcing him to shoot the three. And he's a man. He's probably like, fuck you. I can shoot, you know, and you shoot the ball and the shit don't go in all the time. (laughs) Yeah. But but in the playoff time, I'm going I'm I'm punishing. I'm doing what Shaq used to do back in the day. Give me the ball early and often. Let me punish and dominate. Yeah. Until they adjust. If they don't adjust, I'm going to score 60. Don't nobody else need to touch the ball. Like I'm I'm going there until the well runs dry. Period. Point blank. You got right. to. So I don't see the Sixers. That's the only reason I said mm-hmm. I like the Greek freak, but they got the scouting report on him. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? But that dude is that dude is crazy. Like, I, I love his game. I <laughs> just like that dude is a beast. Yeah. But I think with them adding like Middleton stepping up, you know, what I'm saying I think they got a couple new pickups, too. But yeah, with, with everybody healthy, I like the Brogdon kid. I think the Brogdon kid is like the X factor for them. Mm. That Brogdon kid. Yeah. He's so smart. And his time is coming and he plays so poised. I love his game, but with him backing up, um, you know, or maybe even him starting, he just so proficient mm-hmm. with, with that team like that. I could see, I could see them, uh, coming out the East this year, especially since KD ain't going to be ready. Right. I could see them coming out the East what Milwaukee a- again. Cause they, I think they should, they should have, they should have beat Toronto last year. They had them. Listen. And they just, they shit the Listen, they shit the, the reason that they lost is because Toronto played defense. They played great defense. That was the key. Great defense won that series. Period. Yeah, yeah, they did because they like they they like well they ain't lock him up. They ain't like got Giannis him out of up. his comfort zone. They made him shoot jump shots. He stopped going to the hole and being dominant. And then he then I don't know what was going on the last final couple of games. He was on the bench. I think he I don't know what. It seemed like they gave up. Yeah, but you could say one name, Kawhi. Kawhi, Kawhi, Kawhi River. He made him un- he made him uncomfortable. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Like he plays D. Like that dude. He said, "You know what? I don't care about scoring right now. I'm just gonna lock him. I'm gonna stop him from scoring. Mm-hmm. Y'all help me out. We good. And that's what he did. That's what I said. That and shit and the big. other guys on the city. team came up on offense. You know, we saw Kyle Lowry play his best playoff series. Ever, ever. I Siakam. thought I thought he would never. You know, he was always. I, I always saw him against LeBron in the finals, freeze up, and LeBron wasn't there, and then he felt great. <laughs> yeah, he did. And but and Siakam had a good year too. Yep, though. Siakam had a good year. Um, yeah. Serge, you know, p- stepped in a couple big games. Like they, it was a collective effort. 
Yeah, they did that. They deserve to win that. The, the way they played, they played hard. They gave it up. I was like, damn, they deserve to win it. We have to. They con- deserve to win. We it. have to, you know, congratulate Kawhi for reinstating the 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 two two. What is it called? Duos of the league because it would have been a big three wherever he would have chosen to go besides the Clippers. It could have, you know, escalated to a big three thing because he was going to recruit somebody to Toronto as well. But the league is now balanced. Anybody could get it. Um, yes, they can. It's going to be fun this year. It's going to be I fun. Can't wait no one, we can't say who's going to be there. Last year, we always knew the Warriors were going to be in a championship. Always. You know? Oh, yeah. But a now, sneaky team, though, for me that's young, I like the Pelicans. I like what the Pelicans is doing. Well, we don't even know I what like that's going to look like. Doing. We don't know what they're going to do. Yeah, we don't know what they're going to do yet, but I like what they're doing. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Uh, they're gearing up for the future. I think they're putting together some good pieces but i don't see nobody really beating the lakers like that this year i agree especially with demar with demarcus and them because now lebron is gonna be like uh-uh, you go to the block i'm coming down there go get us a bucket but look at all that weak side you got javel on the weak side you got ad on the weak side you got Buggy. lebron on the weak side oh my god that's it's gonna crazy. be fun it's gonna be fun yeah, i don't see nobody beating them i'm like ooh, i can't wait to watch the lakers play you know, that, my wife is a diehard Lakers fan, so we damn oh, sure going, going to down. some games this year. Are them tickets, is, you know, I don't know. The tickets, this is ridiculous. I already know it's going to be off the chain. I'm a very wealthy woman, but I don't like feeling like I'm getting played, you know, with the tickets. Yeah, yeah I got They're going to be disrespectful. Price, yes, they're going to be disrespectful. But we're going to get out of yeah, here. We're going to get out of here, Antoine. Drano. All right, big <laughs> thank you so much for joining me man this was so fun we gonna i'm gonna have to get you back on during the season so we can talk some more shit and see if the things you said came true oh yeah yeah i'm down make sure you hit me up i will be there all right talk to you later all right mama all right peace. all right later yes that was antoine drano tanner joining me uh for episode 171 before i get out of here i want to let you guys know that i am finally doing a live show for my podcast august 31st in miami it's labor day weekend tickets will go on sale friday 10 a.m eastern standard time if you are in miami i would really appreciate if you pulled up to my show and if you're not fly in it's gonna be a fun weekend we're gonna have so much fun my very first live show there will be more But I really want to um, have a good show the first time. I want all my friends to come out, all my listeners. This is because of you guys that I'm even doing this uh, live show. It's for my three-year anniversary. Yes, this is year three for me. And I'm I'm so proud of myself and all the things that I've done. And I couldn't have done it without my listeners. So this show is really for you guys. I appreciate you and I love you. And I'll speak to you soon. Peace. Down on the West Coast, they got